With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, welcome to another VRL USA podcast. This is Alan, and I've got Sid with me tonight from Northern Virginia. How are you doing? Hey, good evening, Alan. Um, so we had, um, a match. We've now gotten to the um, end of this round of, of matches, and I think we now can say that we know who the top four in La Liga will be, if not necessarily the order. Um, the big fun where Villarreal is involved is the Europa League places, which are fifth, sixth, and maybe seventh. We'll talk about that a little bit too. But um, yeah, I mean, our season really comes down to these next two two matches, wouldn't you say? Yep, yep. So, again, sort of mapping out distances, like you said, seventh, and and I presume there's not a way that the Copa del Rey final gets played uh, between now and the end of July, right, when the Europa League starts or early August, whatever it is, when that seventh place team would have the two qualifying rounds. Right, um, yeah. So, so presumably it will be seventh. So interestingly, it's possible, I suppose, that one or even both of the best teams might make it in the top seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the distance to eighth is, I suppose, what we're looking at. Again, thinking that the top four at this point is is the bridge too far. And so that's six points, but Athletic does have the goal average on us. Right. So I suppose you'd say we need seven points to be sure if they were to run the table. Um, yeah. And they have Sevilla and then Levante, Leganes, Granada. Mm-hmm. You know, not unreasonable. They could take the nine from nine on those. So I suppose the Sevilla match, which is played right it's, uh, after ours. No, it's yeah. the day after ours yeah, this week. So I suppose we'll have a little bit more clarity there. Um, yeah. yeah. I think, well, I think that I, I have to say that, you know, when you look at the, at the um, logic of it, if we can take, if we can beat both Hitafe and La Real, we'll have 60 points with mm-hmm. two matches to go. Mm-hmm. And I think though, and at that point, you'd have to say, well, you know, you're going to, um, you're going to finish ahead. I think of, fifth you know, is anyway. pretty well sealed yeah. uh, at that point. I'd say, um, yeah, there's a chance Athletic could get in there and do and 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 sweep the table. It historically, it's not real likely. You know, I mean, you just look at the way teams play toward the end of the year. It seems like every year I I sit down and think, okay, well, th- you really need this many points to get in, and then it turns out that fewer work because it's just it's the end of a of a long season and and it's hard for teams to just win 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 
Um, now that is though <laughs> of the teams below the t- outside the top four. They and us are the two teams that are actually playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They have lost to both Madrid and Barcelona since the restart, but that's it. Um, they yeah. drew Atletico. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. They, they, I think the thing about them that that I'm not clear. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not clear that they can get, that they can take, um, all four to get to 60 points. Um, but I would say, yeah, they have played pretty well since the restart. Um, the Tafe really haven't and they, and, um, have been dropping points quite a bit and I'd be happy if they dropped three <laughs> on Wednesday. Um, La, La Real has been very poor. Lariel has been, has been poor. It's, I'm not sure if it's so much that people, I think maybe people have figured out how to play them a little bit, but they have, but they have also just struggled to get their, to get back to where they were because before the break, they were very impressive. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it just hasn't, hasn't worked out for them. They, they have four points from 21, if you yeah. can believe that. Yeah, which is really amazing to me. I'm, I'm, or five points from 21. Five. That, that, in, that includes losing to Alaves. I believe Alaves don't have another point. I believe they have lost every match since, uh, they've lost every other match. Yep. Yeah. Those yeah. are Alaves's only three points. By the way, if they didn't have those, I still think they were the ones who were the most likely out of the bottom three not in the bottom three to go down. They yeah. didn't have those three points. They'd only be three above the drop zone and they'd be in real trouble. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I thought that they, I thought that when you look at the, at the, um, at the teams that were above the drop zone, Alaves, um, really looked to be the ones that were the most in trouble. I suppose Abar, um, really still are, um, I just don't think Mallorca is going to make up enough ground, though. Um, yeah, and Abar does play Leganés and Espanyol in the next two matches. Yeah, so. I figure yeah. we're going to get something from those. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yep. Alaves, by the way, plays Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Hetafe. The one they have left that is manageable is against Betis. So, yeah, yeah. given that Betis is losing to everybody, um, right. that may be enough to keep them up. Yeah, Mallorca, you feel like if they had a little bit more firepower, they could do it. I mean, they have Levante, Sevilla, Granada, Osasuna. It's not impossible because really Levante, Granada, Osasuna have nothing to play for at this point. Yeah, that's true. Although I think, you know, Levante, Levante always impressed me as a team that, that do play well even when they don't have anything to play for because they've, mm-hmm. This has been their MO the last couple of years is that they've, they've gotten to this point of the season. They've gotten enough points to be, to be comfortable, but they're obviously not challenging for Europe, but they still play hard. I mean, I like, I like Paco Lopez. I like the way he has, he sets the team out and, and, um, you know, they picked up a point today against, uh, Real Sociedad. So. Mm-hmm. I know Sasuna have 10 points from 12. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Pay attention to them, and they're still hanging around there in the middle of the table. But 
Yeah, I I was actually surprised that they've done as well as they have because I thought they were a team that really fed off the home crowd, which of course they don't have now. But mm-hmm. they, they and and Chimi, uh, who was hurt for most of the season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, real, very impressive by them. They're actually, if you could believe this, two points behind Valencia and three points behind Athletic for eighth place in the league. Yeah, which is yeah. incredible. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've done very well. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really happy, happy for them. They are, um, I think a team that it'll be interesting to see what happens with them in the brief off season. You know, do they, do they lose Jimmy? What do they, what do they, what do they do? Um, but yeah, I've, I've been really impressed by the way they played this year. Um, you know, it's going to be, there's going to be, I guess, managerial changes at Betis and at Valencia for sure. Um, it's going to be weird not having Espanol in the Primera. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a big, big, big thing. Um, oh, they fired their manager, Abelardo, right? With four matches left. So, well, some very weird, uh, comings and goings there late in the season for some of yeah. these teams. Yeah. A lot of lot of managerial changes, which you would not have expected in this little ten game sort of mini season. Yeah, I mean, we were saying how we thought that the decision on Kaleha it would be very hard to, if we don't make Europe, it would be very hard to let him go because of the unique circumstances of the season. But it, but it doesn't seem like that's deterring other teams, admittedly further down the table, from making changes. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, what sort of lineup would you choose for, for the Hatafe match if you were setting us out? Interesting one. And I suppose it's, it's worth a little bit of discussing uh, about the Barcelona match. Not that you'd want to spend too much time on it, but no, by the way, I mean, we the, the, so. <laughs> the goals that Barcelona scored, a couple of those were just crackers. So, mm-hmm. so you can't, you can't always say that it was just, uh, the, the home team didn't, didn't show up as, as they should have. Um, Javi Banda kept noting that this is the Griezmann who couldn't see the field in the past four games or it only. Made right. one appearance of them and was, you know, scoring that chip, which was bar and down that, uh, Asenho was trying to manage and otherwise. Um, but I, I do think, and, and we have been, uh, certainly have been critical, uh, at times of Kaeha, but have been impressed with him, I think, during this little stretch, particularly with the way he finally has rotated the squad. And I think that's very notable to see that it feels like we have sort of 16 to 18 guys, mm-hmm. um, who, who have gotten minutes. Um, and we'll talk about that because we'll need to tap into some of that in these next two matches. Um, but the tactics were wrong. Um, and I think an acknowledgement of which was at halftime, he brought on B- Bruno and Moy Gomez, um, just, you know, the front six, when you set it up with Ibor and Angisa, and, and I know we've talked about we kind of aren't sure what you always get with them. I think mm-hmm. what you do get with them is you get um, 
you get the ability to sort of move out of traffic quickly. Um, there are guys that are, you know, sort of more comfortable with the ball at their feet and actually running the ball out of danger, mm-hmm. but maybe not as comfortable with actually dealing with the danger or getting in channels or, you know, supporting the back four when mm-hmm. you're trying to play a bit of a higher line. And I think it basically just exposed that we had a front six and then a back four. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about before when people are running at Mario, you know, we have problems. Yeah. And yeah. frankly, Pau Torres got very exposed in this match when people are running at Pau, well, we have some problems. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now again, when, Suarez, Messi, and Griezmann are running at you. Perhaps that's different from uh, 99% of the world. Uh, but but all the same, you know, he really struggled in those sort of one-on-one situations where you need to make the quick decision. You got to get it right. Um, mm-hmm. And so so you know, Bruno being in there, and you know, you could say again if he could play the second 45, well, he could play the first 45. Um, and I think similarly, you would look and say, okay, Chukweze and Cazorla, you know, are are most two dynamic attacking threats. But, you know, Cazorla and Mario is asking for trouble on one wing, um, of, uh, you know, whereas you have someone like Moy, or I think on Tiveros, you and Robin were talking about, had mm-hmm. really done done some good defensive work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, you give up a little bit on the attacking side, but, you know, maybe this is the sort of match that you're just hoping, okay, it's, it's one, two, 65 minutes in, and then we bring on Santi, um, and, and try and see if we can get a spark, or then we bring on Samu or, or whatever it is. So I think just sort of, and, and I do appreciate, I think Kaiha made the right decision, for example, resting a Gerard or resting an Ebora for 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> Cause I just don't think it's realistic to think the one three, um, with first, Alcacer yeah. hurt as well. You know, when you have 30% of the ball is realistically a match that you're going to get a result out of. Yeah. I think that's probably true. I, you know, someone was mentioning on the site today that they just thought, you know, maybe we were a little overconfident um, thinking that, it was a it was a lineup that was it didn't end up if Barcelona had played the way Barcelona had played in some other recent matches it might not have been so bad but it's like they they um, were at their best and we weren't and that and I think the problems with Mario um, without defensive help ahead of him had been well documented and I think those were really somebody pointed out that between the Barcelona goals and the Sevilla goals it's like all but one have come from his side and that's not totally his fault it's partly the the lack of defensive help up front but part of it is his fault because he's he's um just too easily out muscled I think and, and in some of these situations so you know I would prefer to see Pena start against Satafe because I think, you know, given their physicality, I think that would be a better match for us. Um, yeah. And I, and I do think so. So, and this was something I was going to mention. I wasn't on after the Valencia match. Um, mm-hmm. 
and lest it be to me to defend Valencia at any manner. But the one thing that I did feel for them, and will be interesting again to see with La Real, is we had 72 hours more rest than Valencia did uh, going into that match. Mm-hmm. You know, huge mm-hmm. match for them, huge match mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Similarly here, we're going to have two days more rest than La Real will, and they will have less than 72 hours between their match and uh, ours, which will be on Monday. Mm-hmm. So again, will be a, a little interesting thing to see. Um, and, no, no. You know, La Real's game is predicated on speed and, you know, sort of hitting, hitting you uh, with with precise passes and, and, you know, being able to get in behind defenses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just can't do that <laughs> kind of you're not going to have that a game every match and i wonder if that goes to part of what you're saying about being found out is mm-hmm. you sort of can't ride odegaard for uh for 10 10 matches in five weeks yeah yeah that's that's exactly right and i i do wonder about that i mean it does seem as though and hatafe as well it i think they're you know they've been been struggling and in some ways I think with them it's almost a regression to the mean I think because I believe I th- their their point totals earlier in the year I think were probably a, a little better than how they were playing um, but again I wonder if the fact that you've got a that you have a, you have one style of play and you have a fairly small squad um is is not playing into this a bit because um, they they lost um, what and Tunis they lost someone during during January right that that they sold I'm trying to remember yeah so, I think that may be right I want to say he went to England perhaps yeah something but like yeah. that yeah so I mean, I mean they've they've won one match since the restart and it was against La Real right that's it now. They've act, they've only lost two, so they've picked up points in four. But they picked up points against Espanyol, Abar, Valladolid, and Osasuna. Yeah. So nobody nobody in the top half there that you're talking about. Right. Um, right. So yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So not 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 highly impressive from them since coming back. Um, right. But they had a little bit of a buffer. So then that's, that's right. what they that's what they played off. Of. That's what they played off. But you know, certainly that's. I I think the other person I was surprised that I wanted to see against Barcelona um, because he usually plays really well against them was Trigueros, and I think that. I mean, I know he came on later, right? But mm-hmm. I think that um, he's been really really good, and I think it says a lot to our depth that we've got so many parts in midfield. I just think that Kaleha, um, as you say, I think the tactics were, were, um, I think he, I think he thought the game was going to be much more even early on than it was. I mean, it certainly wasn't helped by an early own goal, but I think when you are, when you're sort of building your team to, to attack in the way that he, that he did, and then you give up an early goal that, that, Create some problems for you, and it, it seemed like it did all all day. And of course, then you know the injury to Alcácer didn't help either, or Baca. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So speaking yeah. of which, and and that own goal, just so you know, I think Griezmann probably scores if it's not an own goal. So it's one of those that Pal was trying to cut out, and he turns in, whereas if he doesn't get a foot to it, the attacker probably does. So yeah. Don't, well, don't blame him for that one. No, but um, but yeah, I think it's it's going to be. Um, I mean, it wasn't a match where we expected to pick up points. So, I mean, we were hoping we would, but it wasn't one that you'd circle on the calendar. (laughs) This is going to make or break my season. But I think the disappointment was the injuries because we've been pretty good at avoiding those. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and and I I think the disappointment is not in the 33-game picture. The disappointment is in the six-game picture. (laughs) <laughs> right. So looking at it, as you say, on, on the calendar at the beginning of the season, you are marking that as a as a two away win. Um, when you look at it in the context of that Barcelona looked poor and the title race, basically Madrid may well have ended it by winning against Athletic uh, on yet another somewhat questionable penalty decision, but we'll leave all of that for another day. Um, but, you know, you could very well have seen or expected a letdown, and I've got to say I would have been curious to see uh, if we had been the one scoring the early goal or even if we had just kept it at 1-1, say, until halftime, mm-hmm. how much some of those nerves would have played. Right. I'm sure you have seen the stories rumoring that Messi is considering leaving at some point and all of those things, you know, those things sort of build up. Um, but we didn't really sort of play any score effect pressure on them because uh, right. they right. scored again, you know, within five minutes of 1-1. So, yes. you know, the game was level for less than 10 minutes of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good point that the um we really if if you know that your op- that your opposition may be in in a, in a you know a little nervy that's great but you still have to put them into position to feel that and we really didn't um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think you know and that's you know maybe you can say that we got the tactics wrong maybe it's just one of those um, games where where you just look at it and say, well, the idea wasn't bad. It was just that we got behind early and couldn't really, you know, that that's the way it went. Um, so now, yep, two, and it sounds like Baca is is yeah, out quite done. possibly the rest of the season. Yeah, I think he's done for the season with the hamstring, is yep. what I understand. Yep. Um, yeah, let me take a break real quick, and when we come back, we'll talk about the the. Um, upcoming matches and kind of where where you think we might end up the season and points and stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so we got so we got these two matches coming up. Um, we travel to Hitafe and then we have La Real. 
Um, so what do you think? How, how, how confident are you feeling about these? It's a good question. Uh, I think I, I am more confident against La Real, um, based, based on form. And, uh-huh. yeah. uh, again, I think matchup wise, and I think historically we've always matched up quite well against them. Um, Hetafe, the Bordelas Hetafe. I mean, it's, it's probably one nil. <laughs> And, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to say on which side of the line that falls. In terms of the quality, you'd certainly think we have more difference makers than they do. Um, but you know, this is a game for Moy Gomez. And this is a game for Trigueros, as you say. And it's quite mm-hmm. possibly a game for Bruno. And, you know, Ruben Pena and Quintia, like the guys who, who perhaps are a little bit more unsung, but who are going to be the ones to do the work. So, for example, if you had told me we had our complement of strikers available, this would have been a game for me for Baca, mm-hmm. that you need the guy who just sort of, you know, will play back to goal, hold up the ball, um, you know, try and keep possession and just do do the small things that that will will make a difference. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, you well, know how, how how different will the eleven look? You know, I, I I suppose it's going to be a question if if Alcacer is ready, but yeah. uh, I think it's I think it's pretty certain Gerard will play, uh, assuming that 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 forty five minutes was able to give him somewhat of a break. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Gerard plays. I just don't know if we do you um try for example to put one of the youngsters uh, like Antaveros or um or Chukwese up with him as sort of a second striker? Do you try to um or know, Santi or Santi or maybe I mean I yeah, maybe something like that. I just I think it's going to be a game where I I kind of I agree with you that that some of the players like Moy, um, the more physical uh, Quintia, um, Pena, I think are going to be are going to be keys. I hadn't realized that about the La Real match, but I but I think you're probably right that that's their form. I I, I feel like we're probably going to get four points from the six, and that's probably fine. Although I would rather um, if I'm going to win one and draw one, I'd rather defeat Hatafe. Well, no, I guess I'd rather defeat La Real because then I have the uh, tiebreak against them too. If we could draw against Hatafe, we still we own that tiebreak because we beat them earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So I'd kind of like to at least maintain control of the tiebreaks, I guess. Um, so, you know, and, and I, I really don't want I guess my personal bugaboo is I don't want the, the, anything to come down to the last week of the season. I'd rather, um, if we can take six points from six, we're probably in pretty good shape. Um, even four points from six, unless, um, you know, athletic club gets really hot or something like that. Right. And I, and I, and I do think you don't really want to finish seventh. So I think there is yeah. a material difference this year, particularly with condensed off season, um, uh, and condensed transfer window and all those things. 
um, that you do want to avoid the additional rounds. You do because no, because usually what's happened uh, when we think back to Europe, when I think back to 2010-11, when we had when we qualified in seventh, basically after Mallorca got kicked out. Um, you remember we had to play, I think, I know we had to go to Dnieper Mogilev. I can't remember. I think we had one other preliminary round or playoff round, but it was two-legged. And this time, the seventh-place team has to play, I think it's like three at least um, playoff rounds where it's just one leg. I'm assuming it's drawn at the at the um, higher team, but since you may not have fans anyway, I don't know that saves you on travel, but that's about it. But it's like I really don't want to be in a situation where a one you know one game in front of nobody determines my fate. Um, mm-hmm. And, and also, and and remember the different. There's going to be such a variance now in different leagues having either continued their season or ended them. Mm-hmm. So, for example, France, where they still have teams like PSG in the Champions League, you know, some of the French teams have restarted camps now, even though they haven't been playing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. It's such a weird situation. You've really? got to think those teams are going to be so out of form compared to teams in the other big four leagues where they've actually been playing games. Right, right. Um, so, so it's just a really weird situation where, say, you do end up with a draw of a team in Eastern Europe whose season has already started mm-hmm. uh, at that time, and you're coming off this very weird, you know, pause and then come back and then short off season. Like you said, you just you don't know. Um, and again, the money also becomes that much more important going into a season where you don't know if the season's going to start with fans and how, mm-hmm. how contracts change and how transfer fees look and all those things. So, yeah. you know, it's three, three points to La Real now. Remember, we did beat both of them. We beat both Hatafe and La Real, um, in, in the first match. So oh. in theory, a draw gives us, gives us that extra one point with them. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I think four points from the six would do it. Six, six would be nice um, to be to be pretty sure of, of the top six. Um, right, right. Because the problem is, if you only got say two draws, you you maintain your your um, you maintain your um, your advantage against them on the head to head. But that's two games out of four where you drew, and that's only one out of four where they drew, or maybe they won the other one. <laughs> Correct. Know? Hitafe plays Alaves. Yeah. Um, and you'd, you'd think that that's likely they will win. So yeah. if we yeah. only draw them, it's a decent chance they're ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And then remember, our penultimate game is against Madrid. And one of the other things that we talked about prior to the Barcelona match was getting a result against Barcelona would help make that Madrid match irrelevant. Well, now that's not too likely to be the case, I'd say. Barcelona has Espanyol, who they're always going to be somewhat motivated against, and then Valladolid, who is already saved in the next two. So Mm. you think they're going to take six points, so our Madrid match will you know, be for them getting a result. They, they win the league. So 
So they're going to be motivated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the real, I think the getting four of six is really critical here. If we, yeah. So, yeah. so if, if we got to that last game and again, we, we sort of have to hope in a sense. And I hope as a, as, as my second team, I have a soft spot for a bar. So I do hope they stay up, but you know, if they have something to play for in that last game, it mm-hmm. certainly won't be easy if we're, if we're depending on that. But if, as you say, we get four and then, you know, hopefully a bar is saved, um, you know, if we got seven points and got to 61, then that fun. would mean La Real, you know, even if they won the tiebreaker somehow, well, they couldn't if we got four points. So mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't be able to catch us, um, yeah. at 61 and Athletic would have to win out to, to get to 62. Um, which, which seems a challenge. Their next match is against Sevilla. Yeah, I just, I just don't think that they, um, I don't think that, I think 61 would certainly do it. I think 60 does it. 58, mm-hmm. I'm a look, 57, 58, as we said, um, a while on one of the earlier podcasts, that's probably enough, but, but it leaves it open to, because you then, Right now, you might end up in seventh with yeah, fifty-seven yeah, or fifty-eight. Yeah. And right now, you control your own destiny with these next two matches. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it it basically would would end. You'll you'll definitely finish top six. Um, yeah, yeah. I think if you yeah. win the next two, so. right. So do you think we'll do it? Do you think we'll end up top six? I do, I do. I I, I just think we benefited here. Again, if you even if you look at the results from this past round, right, we had hopes that potentially we could do more. But if you look, um, not one of the teams below us going out to to tenth place won. Now mm-hmm. Valencia, Granada played each other. Athletic was playing Real Madrid, but you know Hetafe and La Real drew. In right. matches that on paper definitely look like they could win. Mm-hmm. Um, so just our form has been so much better. And again, in this sort of short season environment, really the, the last week or two is far more relevant than anything that, that's happened, uh, over the course of the season. Yeah, I think uh, that's, I think that's true. Um, and, and again, you have to look at it and say, we, we are, if, you know, if not the team, then one of the couple for sure that benefited the most from this. Because as we all may recall, we had lost three matches on the trot, including at home to Leganes. <laughs> uh, and we're sitting in eighth, yes. uh, before, before the pause. Mm-hmm. And, you know, allowed Bruno to come back. The five subs have allowed, you know, Santi to play basically every match. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody like Paco, who was, you know, not starting games when he was in Germany before he was transferred over. He's also been able to manage some minutes. Um, it's really made a big difference. But I think one thing, again, and we touched on a little bit, but looking back at the end of the season, it'll be interesting to look at the minute count mm-hmm. um, for these 11 matches because – Again, we kept saying, man, we're running out the same 13, 14 players. Um, you know, look, look at all the guys who have played. Chakla played, mm-hmm. uh, Quintia, Pena, Bruno, Morlanes, Trigueros, 
Baca has played some, you know, Fernino has now played, mm-hmm. Moy Ontiveros. So, you know, it's close to 20, yeah. 20 players who have now appeared. Now appear. um, and you don't feel like there's been a huge drop off. You know, that, that Betsy's yeah. game, you know, really felt like some of those, you know, second 11 players, uh, stepped up their game. Stepped their game. Yeah, I think the, um, you know, clearly Calejo's decided that he's going to go with, um, the Albiol Powell center back pairing as long as he can. You know, it, it, you know, Chocolate came in when Powell got suspended and, um, so and we're waiting on, and again, God, God forbid the card comes against Hitafe. Yeah. But yeah. Albiol is still on, on a yellow. On a, yeah, right. But generally, I mean, I think we've done a really good job. That, that is one other thing which has helped us, I think, is that it's been true all year. I think going in, going into the enforced break and then after it, we're, I think, lowest in the league in yellow cards or, and red cards or close. And I think that, that does make a difference when you get to teams like Hatafe where it seems like every match you're having to deal with one or two players being suspended. Um, yep. And Jorge Molina is suspended against us. Mm-hmm. So I think those are the sorts of things that do add up over the course of the season too. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually thinking, um, for some reason I'm, I'm actually fairly optimistic against Tatafe, but I think at least a 1-1. Um, but you know, I think we can, I think we can, uh, we can win that one maybe, maybe 1-0. Um, and La Real, I think is, I think it's, we've generally played well against them, so I'll go for, yeah, I think maybe we can get six from six, but I think at least four from six. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we do that, then I think we're probably okay. But you know, we'll see. We just have to keep watching all the other. I, I think the nice thing is if we get if we get two wins in a row, we don't have to worry so much about what everybody else is doing because we know we'll be fine. I yep. think. Yep. You know? Yep. And uh, can can use an extra week of starting to plan for this short off season. Um, that's right. That's a good. That's a good point. So anything but, before yeah, we get? But but on that note, I was going to say. Um, you know, this goes back to our eternal debate, and perhaps we'll leave it for the end of the season. Um, but with Sevilla's win, and for those of you who don't know how it happened in the last couple of minutes, you have to go find the highlights. Uh, you always love when a, a player has to take the gloves. And not only that, but a player making a save on the other keeper uh, to save the game is is, is worth watching. <laughs> uh, but... You know, I think we again sort of look and you know, we have this discussion. Should we expect to be in the top four? I know we had a long discussion about whose squad is better, um, you know, of, of ours versus Sevilla's versus Valencia's. Um, and, you know, it definitely wasn't the seven game stretch that is the reason we didn't make the top four. Um, but the question is, again, looking at next season, what what is it? What is the missing piece um, to to get us back into that discussion? Mm-hmm. And again, it may just be that it's sort of your luck on a year to year basis, uh, and Sevilla having uh, a player make a save <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. coming coming on, you know that that saved them two points, and who knows what exactly the margin will be this year. Um, yeah. yeah. 
but you do have to look in sort of over the over the course of the season, you know. And again, I think Atletico is just in a different budget category now. But it's interesting to see that you know they they were very concerned about saying, "Oh man, are we going to be able to make the top four? Mm-hmm. And now you look at it, and they're going to be very comfortably in the top four, and very likely, um, you know, in third. And uh, so, you know, over the course of the season, it seems like things even out a bit, and and maybe you know we just sort of underperformed a little bit too much uh, prior to the to the break. Yeah, I was going to say I think that's the. And, and frankly, that's the thing that's that's frequently been a problem is that um, we don't there we just don't turn up against teams that we should easily handle. And you know, losing to Lega. Yeah, gosh, was, you you want to talk about that this season? We lost at home to Espanol. We lost at home to Leganes. We lost at home to Celta. We probably should have lost at home to Mallorca of all the games we played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Prior to this Barcelona match, I mean, they they had us backs against the wall for right. long stretches. So right. yeah, like you said, just at home against the lower lights. That I mean, that's all it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that like was the difference between making the Champions League and not. Uh, was beating the teams that are in the relegation battle when you play them at home. Yeah, and that's the thing that's been that's uh, we've never, at least at least that I can remember in the last ten years, we've never had a team. You know, it's been few and far between when we have we've had those matches where you just show up and you you are just so obvious you know you know on paper you're the better team and you go out there and you immediately dominate the game and it's a laugher and you win by three or four goals we just that just doesn't happen with us very much and we I don't know what that is I don't think it's unique to a particular coach or anything it just seems to be we we don't we don't take that we don't just sees a, a, an opponent who's a lot worse than us by you know and just say okay we're we're going to steamroll you you know that's just not that's just not how it works we we it's I don't know it's almost like we're afraid that we're going to lose somehow and the longer we dither along we manage it I don't know but I think that's the thing that it's not just this year although this year it's very very noticeable but last year too we we did not play well at home against teams that we should have beaten and you can mm-hmm. you know, go back and probably against marcelino i think marcelino was probably the coach that um that got the most of those results and maybe escriba in that one year that was where he did very well because he was just so pragmatic that he was perfectly happy to to win 1-0 <laughs> <laughs> and more, mm-hmm. buddy. Um, but it, mm-hmm. but but yeah, no, but but you know, I then again for for another day. But I think also we we overvalue perhaps a little bit that teams, you know, in the Sevilla, Valencia, sort of where we think we really are in the hierarchy. I mean, Sevilla today <laughs> against Abar is, you know, relying on a goalpost and a midfielder making a save, putting on the goalie jersey to win a game. They're fourth. They're playing fourth from bottom. 
mm-hmm. mean that that's yeah, that's, that's what it takes to win in a professional league. Right. <laughs> you know, that's it's not always going to be oh man, we're just so much better than this team. You know, we mm-hmm. Sevilla probably has five players who cost more than the A bar squad. But that's it, it's it's not won that way, right? <laughs> you know, exactly right? So so some of the sort of okay, we're just gonna run out there and beat this team three nil or four nil because we have five names that people know and they don't have anybody. Uh, that that's not that's not reality. And that's so cool. maybe maybe sometimes it is not just sort of saying, okay, we're gonna have the same mentality when we played this great game against Valencia. Um, as we are at home against Leganes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that that to me is something that we've just always struggled with. And you know, we're going to have a very compressed off season. Hopefully, we'll be planning for the Europa League as well as the Copa del Rey and the league. So we'll 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 be dealing with that. And that's always that's always a factor if it enters into things as you go through the season too. That you've got. You usually have at least one team that's having a good season that isn't playing in Europe and is um, therefore well rested when you're taking them on. You know, so there are all those things too. But anyway, that's mm-hmm. that's, that's could, all. Could well be bigger brother down the road at this point. The way it's looking. Yeah, could be. Could uh, be. be a very interesting off season for them. So would. Well, we can get into all that another time, but. Uh, I think we I think we probably rambled on enough for one evening, but I hope we're right. I hope we're the next uh, podcast. We're looking at uh, two wins and and uh, being in Europe and all that sounds great. So for Sid, this is Alan saying end of Virial and keep the faith, everybody. <laughs>